The Money Show. Other people's money. Tonight, the money of Solly Moeng, the brand reputation management advisor, managing director of a strategic corporate a strategic corporate communications consultancy called Don Val. He's worked at Woolworths. He's uh, a regular contributor to News 24, where he is increasingly frustrated, I think, um, about the state of the nation, like most of us, Solly, on a daily basis. But you've like you've gone from like quite calm and placid to like quite angry each and every single week when you pen your thoughts. Yeah, you know, I'm, I come from branding. My professional grounding is from brand, you know, brand reputation management. When I look at South Africa as a brand and I look at the dream that it had at the dawn of our democracy and how the dream continues to be deferred, I get really frustrated. I still have in my head that that's how that we could be, that we can still be if we do the right things, but it doesn't seem to be heading in the right direction, and that really frustrates me. You so so was quoting Tabo and Becky there, sort of a dream deferred, but uh, a dream defiled, perhaps. Deferred, defiled, trampled upon, pissed upon in public. Nobody <gasps> knows there was there is there was a dream anymore. <laughs> Nobody, you know. I keep saying to people, you need to read the pre the preamble to the South African Constitution. Because if you don't like if you don't like reading long things, because that gives an idea of what kind of country you wanted to build. But people don't seem to bother. No, because, I mean, it, that's effort, isn't it? And you've got to think a little bit. And, I mean, South Africa and for all the people who live in it, and it's a, it's a wonderful preamble to a wonderful constitution, of course. Um, mm. What is really upsetting you about the state of the nation right now, Sully? Well, it's because we, we, we don't have the leadership. We don't have... Everybody's pulling in different directions. And South Africa is becoming a, a federation of, 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 of mafia-controlled sectors. You do go into health, you go into um, the, all the, the, the electricity sector, coal supplying into the into the into into ESCOM. You go into transport, the taxi violence. Those guys are attacking buses that go into city that take people from one city to another. People are taking Uber. You, people are going. Everybody is taking something for themselves. Whenever you there's a public boot, somebody is ready to take it to go and sell it for themselves. Now we we've got kidnappings happening. People are afraid to walk in, in their own neighborhoods. And they can't go jogging around. I always remind people, like, my home is in Cape Town. I'm, I live in Switzerland now because I was hounded out, out of South Africa. That's a different Who hounded you? Day. Who? No, no, no. Oh, it's a story I mean, for now because my producer well, telling me you're in Switzerland. Of, I'm curious. For more than 10 years, I have been blocked. You know, people have been told, telling, been told not to work with me. They can't work with this one. The contract cannot be renewed. They can't get a contract over there. You know the Africa Brand Summit, the Brand Summit which I launched in 2018. Yeah. You spoke there. And when I took it to twenty nine to Jobek in twenty nineteen, they were told, and I've got people in the system who were in board meetings who were, when they were told this thing cannot happen, we cannot allow it. There was a minister whose name I can mention if I have to, maybe I shouldn't, uh, who funded a guerrilla campaign to make sure this thing doesn't happen. People were called. People they went onto the website of this thing and said, let's call so and so and tell him you can't work with this dude. So everything I tried to do in South Africa was frustrated. My some of my friends we're told remove solely from a website as an associate, then we'll work with you. If you don't, we're not going to work with you. Some did, and I rediscovered it a few minutes, some time later. Others came and told me, sorry, this is what we've been told to do. We can't work with you. I've had what, a contract cancelled on me. 
why are you so dangerous? What makes you so... Uh, what well, makes apparently, you... in a meeting, I've been described as an enemy of the revolution. <laughs> I don't know what revolution. So these things, they, they get to a point where you can't earn income. Everything that you're trying to do on your own gets blocked. Look, look if you think about it, I'm not the only person. You look at a former uh, national director for public prosecution, Vuki Busipikoli, when he was kicked out by Mbeki and then Mutlante, he joined that... Uh, uh, I, what's it? Auditing firm, CISV, Saluba, yeah. Saluba, yeah. They also, the ANC went to say to these guys, if you keep this guy in here, you're not going to get uh, your contract renewed in government. They did the same thing to Temba Maseko and to countless other people. They, there's a lot of, there are many people like me who are quiet, who are afraid to speak out. Who are, the, the, the former CEO of SAA, uh, what's his name, uh, when Dudu Mieni was there. Same thing, uh, have you heard him speak? I, I, was, I, can't, I can't keep track of CEOs of SAA um, from so, that period, I'm afraid, because <laughs> there were like yeah, 10 or 12. Maybe no, it's a and, good thing that I don't remember yeah. his name because he'd be upset with me if I may. If I, but the point yeah. I'm making is there are many people like me who have been blocked. So they don't arrest you in South Africa or kill you. What they do is make sure that you, you don't earn income. So it gets to a point where it gets to a point where you the best thing is to get to get out of the country. So I got out of the country. Fortunately, we live in a world where I can continue to be engaged in South Africa, even when these people who thought they would really frustrate me out of life uh, are watching. Yeah, so I mean, I, uh, I came here. I came here as yeah. a result, not because I have wealth stashed in a Swiss bank account. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I have okay. a friend who says, sorry, why don't you come here? We'll create an opportunity for you here to exist, basically. And I am. Uh, and, and one of the most expensive countries on earth. So let's get it a little is. bit of background here, sorry. I mean, I'm sorry that you've um, in, you, you've probably found yourself in that position where you've been forced into basically to become an economic migrant um, and to go and find your fortune, well, hopefully a fortune at some point elsewhere. But talk to me about childhood, talk to me about growing up, talk to me about money, talk to me about food on the table, the basics as to how you grew up, because that all informs the way in which we um we we sort of think about money into the future yeah in a way it does but i wasn't very fortunate my mother died when i was eight years old and let's say my father was not very was not a very fortunate fellow because my mother was his second wife so when his first wife died then he met my mother who was about 20 years younger than him he she also died but he lived to be 92 <laughs> and and he said i'm not getting married again so he was the the old kind of, he was about 53 years old when I was born. So the old style, you know, uh, father who was there, but not emotionally there, if you want. And so I learned about money through, I had an, a French adoptive father. He didn't adopt me formally, but this is the man who, who taught me, who bought me my first radar blade and his, his family who taught me, who brought lots of stuff, music into my life, who thanks to whom I ended up going to France and to continue my studies in France and his family. And they still continue to be like part of my family even today. So he taught me to appreciate putting money aside. When I was studying at high school, I had a, I used to work as a cameraman. So first of all, I used to buy, just like many kids in the townships, I used to buy fruit and, 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 and you know, apples and, and tomatoes and vegetables and stuff and sell them at the street corner. But I also used to take pictures. This is, this is one thing I really enjoyed. I used to take pictures at weddings, at functions, at, at birthday parties to make money. And, and then the first investment was to buy myself a, a camera, a Nikon camera that I used to, I used to work for somebody else taking pictures. He'd pay me uh, a, a certain amount for, for every party that I took pictures at. I decided to buy myself my own camera, which I also used for myself, which made, enabled me to make more money. 
which I hit. I didn't have a bank account immediately. I used to take this money and put it somewhere, different places in, in my home because I had a brother who somehow managed to sneak it out, sniff it out and take it. <laughs> Each time, it was a very frustrating period. Um, and then I, first, I had my first bank account with, with NetBank when I returned from France. I went to NetBank because I love the green color. I know it's silly. <laughs> I said... I, <laughs> <laughs> I said, that brand speaks to me. I used to love those green, um, uh, what is that brand with the alligator? Um, Lacoste. No, yeah. Lacoste. I used to be a hardcore Lacoste fan. I used to have green, had beautiful avocado green stuff. And when I went to NetBank, I said, that's where I'm going to open my account. And I said, I have my account. It's not a very wealthy account. But I've also, over time, you know, opened policies here and there for my kids, especially, and and put money on the side. But when these pressures came to bear upon me, of course, they, they end up, you know, forcing one to, to dig into one's savings to the point where you have to keep working. No, absolutely. Solly Moeng, uh, the brand reputation management advisor um, in Switzerland this evening, not because he's looking for his accountant details in some <laughs> top secret Swiss bank, but because he feels he has got no opportunity elsewhere. We'll pick up with him more in a moment as to we've got a bit of background on his attitudes towards money and what he's sought to do, but more detail with him in a moment. The Money Show. Other people's money. Solly Moeng, um, did you ever feel rich, Solly? Um, did you ever feel like, yes, I'm cracking it before the wheels came off, of course, and you were hounded off to Switzerland? I mean, was there ever a time no, when you thought you I wouldn't were, you, say you, I felt rich. I, what I did feel, I feel, I felt secured. I had policies that, you know, that would ensure that in the time of need, I can tap onto something and get a bit of money. But the truth is some of them I had to tap into more earlier than I had planned to because of all these political pressures by people in the name of the African National Congress. Okay, so you never felt rich, but you felt secure. When did that security evaporate? I felt secure because I, I was fortunately clever enough, I think, uh, to put money into into savings. I I I even I used to have shares in Willis, shares in... Because uh, you uh, worked there, didn't you? But, uh, you worked with Sorry, I, I worked, well, I was not an employee of Willis. Okay. I was more like a, uh, like, an, like a contractor. So they called me to say, look, we need somebody to, to come and take care of reputation. Because the, the person who had been in that position had been taken, offered a, given an offer he couldn't refuse by Air Emirates. And they called me and said, come in for three months. And um, we had the team. This Your job is to protect and a reputation and enhance reputation. But almost three years later, I was still there. They kept ah. saying, no, stay, 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 stay. <laughs> so three months became almost three years. And I really, I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, I worked, uh, Ian Moyer was there. And, and I traveled a bit with him. And I, I had an amazing team at Willis. So, but I also had shares there. I decided, look, this at the time is when Ian Moy was there. You must, you will recall that the share price was was going up every morning, every every week. He used to go. The first thing that Ian Moy used to say, did you look at the share price? Did you see the share price? And and so a I CEO focusing on the share price, <laughs> shock and <laughs> horror. You won't thank you for that one. I'm going to get it. But, but you will. You know, so I trouble. put money in there, but in the end, I took it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you've, you've not had a, a strategic approach, though. I mean, you've, you've made some investments, but you've not had a strategic long-term view on buying shares and putting them away for a rainy day uh, for yourself. You've taken out some investment products for your kids, and um, right. and hopefully you've been able to maintain those. But how, how have you sort well, of managed that process? Some of the 
Well, some of the thing is, uh, I mean, sometimes rainy days come a lot earlier than one expects them to come. So you can't say, yeah, look, exactly. I'm, I'm going to touch this money in 10 or 15 years' time when you need the money now. What, 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 what's the use of it? So I, I think those people who are able to do so must keep doing so, because especially in these times when economies are so uncertain, the world is uncertain. If you can, if you have people who are smart enough to help you place your money and shift it where you can, if it's you know, depending whether it's medium term or long term placements, where it, it grows for you. So of course, I'm looking now for opportunities here in Switzerland. At least I've been given a residence permit, uh, which allows me to to stay here and look for opportunities without having to be exposed to the ANC. But I will return to South Africa. Yeah, it's frighteningly expensive as a place to live, isn't it? I mean, lots of people who work for for the World Economic Forum, for example, and they live across the border in France and travel across the border every day simply because it's cheaper. It's not. Even the Swiss, even the Swiss, (laughs) they call them Le Frontalier. On the Frontalier, there are people who prefer to go over to France to shop uh, for their groceries. And now Switzerland has even come up with restrictions. You can only buy so much meat or so much alcohol at a time. Because it's much cheaper. It's way cheaper to live in France. But look, in Switzerland, things work. It's an amazing country. You know, really, really does. So you see where the tax money is going. People are paying a lot of money, but it is a government that is that does what it must. And these citizens have a say. You know, through the right of of initiative and the right of referendum. This is the guys at the top cannot just decide, for instance, to join the EU or to be to to break the whole concept of neutrality, which is now under discussion since the war, uh, the Russia's war in Ukraine began. The people have been asking themselves, are we neutral? What does it mean to be neutral in 2022? It's a very fascinating discussion. But what I'm saying is the, the citizens are still uh, consulted in those things, and which is a good thing. Yeah, I find that referendum thing really quite weird. Um, you know, like you let people have a say. What on earth? What's wrong with you? I mean, you can't. This, that's <laughs> democracy. Now, other than your your obvious desire for fancy things, you're a fan of Lacoste, which is, I mean, it was called Lacoste, not of Henri Lacoste who founded it. Yeah. It's because Lacoste yeah. so much. Um, you know, they're golf shirts, for goodness sake, but they are particularly good quality and the little crocodile on the boob makes them that much right. more expensive. You do tend to have expensive tastes, do you? I, I like simple things. Yes, I do. I like to travel, uh, Bruce. I really do like to. I like to go to nice places. I like to. But my 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 my, my dream is not to have a huge, an expensive car and to show off. I don't show off, you know. But I do like to be able to go and eat in a restaurant, to travel, go on holiday, and uh, uh, just have the pace. What I mean, what's basic to me, maybe it's not basic to everybody. But I do like to have a good life. Uh, because you get to encounter interesting people when you have you know a life that enables you to to to, to go from there. And I've lived in four countries. I've lived in South Africa, five, and Canada, USA, France, and now here in Switzerland. It's always been in my bucket list to spend a bit more time. I've been coming here since I was eighteen years old. I've got whoa. But but this is the first time that I'm actually staying here, and I'm really enjoying discovering. I can cycle. I know I'm a fanatic for road and cycling. Actually, before I came to this interview, I've just done seventy k's to Fribourg and came back here. I like to go into the forest, and and it's safe. The good thing is it's safe. You know, I can go. You know, you have to earn earn some money at some point, sorry. Yes, you do. <laughs> of course I'm working. I'm working for a friend of mine. That, that's why I'm here, actually. My friend of okay. mine, well, I teach online and I still try to get consulting pro- projects, which I get for reputation management. Uh, and then I, I uh, my friend of mine runs, runs two restaurants in Fribourg and in Lausanne. So for me to be able to get papers here, he, he said, look, I'm giving you a work contract 
which he did. Um, but what it means is that uh, from time to time, I have to go and help him, help him out. And I really do like it because you know why? At the bulk of my life is done, is online. It's, this, is, this is a kind of, I engage, I teach online, I consult online, I do a lot of things online. And when I go to work at my friend's restaurant with him, I get to meet amazing people, really. And they come, the kind of people who come there, the, they are diplomats, they are local politicians, the national politicians, the people, tourists, because I live not far from the, the number two most visited uh, tourist attraction in Switzerland, the chocolate factory. Ah. It's five minutes away from me. So all the people who come there end up at the restaurant. You know, it's not a, it's not your cheap It's a lovely restaurant, actually. And and I made some really. I mean, I've learned to be a barista actually to make some awesome coffees, macchiato, and to and to charm uh, the ladies and the gents in the restaurant. And I'm enjoying it tremendously. So it's it showed me a part of me that I never thought existed. <laughs> Are you eating into your long term savings? That this this worries me a little bit. You seem to be having far too well, much of a nice life. Yeah. I think that the most, uh, well, I have, I have. The, the truth is I have, but I'm also now working at putting money aside. It's, the thing is, as I said, you know, if you create holes now, the, you know, you have to take care of the holes, but you also have to think of the of the, fu- of the future. Switzerland is a very expensive country, so to be here, I need to, 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 to increase the number of revenue sources, there's no doubt mm-hmm. about it, including in South Africa, if, uh, if, if people, the things people don't want to be seen with me because then their own businesses get threatened, which is quite unfortunate. But it is what it is. I'm not keeping quiet because South Africa needs to heal. Absolutely right. Thank you, Soli Boeng, brand reputation uh, advisor. Managing director of a company called, uh, called Don Val, based in Switzerland for now. Interesting developments is explained why. Lots of commentary coming through on various channels this evening, suggesting that the sort of modus operandi which Solly says has been used against him has been used against several people. What's concerning? It's really discomforting. It's really worrying uh, that you can be hounded out of your homeland in a democracy in that way.